How can this group of six monks give monks a blow? Podcast, episode 136, Tipitaka, part 72, starring our special guest, the guy outside selling stuff. No, um, in this episode I will be reciting Pakitia 74, perhaps 75, and we'll see how it goes from there. I have electricity again. Not using it at the moment. I like to go natural. Sunlight. The candles don't really contribute much. See, if I did it in the dead of night, then you wouldn't have all this noise pollution. However, you'd have these, like, bright white lights that are very artificial feeling, and it's just a very... So I'm going for visual aesthetics. So my apologies to the people... On the audio only, our special guest today, Green Tara. She, of course, has been a guest on this program before. And uh, this Green Tara in particular is able to do a little trick. She transforms into a very small silver Green Tara. Okay, thank you. A green, green Tara. Why not? I already had, of course, the silver one, and I saw a green one in Darjeeling, and I thought, I have to have a green, green Tara. Um, I also got, at that same time, a green Chenrezig, but green, green Tara is, you know, I mean, what could be more appropriate than that? Anyway, um... Right, so I guess that's it for now. Sorry I've been gone for a few days. I've been working on a lot of other projects. If you're curious, um, this, the DNA Alphabet Explained, it's uh, sort of, I, I mentioned before that I had published that DNA Alphabet book. That link there explains the letters um, in detail. And I did my very best impression of a normal person. See these yellow books here? Um, those are Isaac Asimov's foundation series besides beside uh, the Dune books, the original six, of course. Um, because when I was sitting in front of the bookshelf to shoot that video, I noticed that there was a big stack of Osho books. And I thought I might lose some of the more oh, grounded people in the world um, if they saw me talking. And then they were like, "What? why does he have so many Osho books? All right, I'm done. And then click away. If I had the Isaac Asimov and the Dune. <sighs> well, anyway, there you have the logic on that. How is everybody? We had an earthquake. That was wild. Um, apparently, it was a 5.7 in Nepal. 
and uh, did some damage there. When I first looked at the map, I don't know why, I thought it was in Bhutan, so I was asking if everybody was okay in Bhutan. They're like, we didn't feel it in Bhutan. But we felt it here in Delhi. It was just sort of a rolling around at 2 a.m. We were, of course, wide awake watching Vampire Diaries. You know, monk stuff. No, not really a monk. All right. Should we get to it? Why not? Pakitiya. Expiation. Pakitiya. 74. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now, at that time, the group of six monks... Why are you guys all crowded around Tara like that? What is she, your mommy? I'm sure you're violating some rule of expiation or other. Now at that time, the group of six monks, angry, displeased, gave the group of 17 monks a blow. The uh, rhinoceros represents the group of 17 monks. Um, important note here, uh, in old-timey English, to give someone a blow meant to punch them. Not what it means today. So get that image out of your mind. That's a very dirty thing to have in your mind when we're reading such holiness. Uh, yes, <clears throat> so these cried out. Monks spoke thus, quote, Why do you, your reverences, cry out? End quote. Quote, Your reverences, this group of six monks, angry, displeased, gave us a blow. End quote. Those who were modest monks, three dots spread it about, saying, quote, How can this group of six monks, angry, displeased, give monks a blow? Question mark. End quote. Three dots. Quote, Is it true, as is said, that you, monks, angry, displeased, gave monks a blow? Quote, quote, it is true, Lord, end quote. The Enlightened One, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, quote, How can you foolish men, angry, displeased, give monks a blow? It is not foolish men for pleasing those who are not, parentheses yet, close parentheses, pleased. Three dots. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever monk, angry, displeased, should give a monk a blow, there is an offense of expiation, end quote. All right. Whatever means, next episode we'll do the flashback to what whatever means. Monk means, read on. A monk means another monk. Angry, displeased means dissatisfied, the mind worsened. Stubborn should give a blow means if he gives a blow with the body or something attached to the body or with something that may be cast and even with a lotus leaf. Wow. There is an offense of expiation. If he thinks that one is ordained when he is ordained. 
Parentheses, and, close parentheses, angry, displeased, gives a blow. There is an offense of expiation. If he is in doubt as to whether one is ordained, three dots, if he thinks that one is not ordained when he is ordained, parentheses, and, close parentheses, angry, displeased, three dots, offense of expiation. If angry, displeased, he gives a blow to one who is not ordained, there is an offense of wrongdoing. So just to be clear, if you're a monk in old times, Theravadan monk, or a monk today in a Theravadan order, and you walk up and you punch another monk, it's an offense of expiation. If you walk up and just punch a random guy, it's a wrongdoing, lesser offense. I wonder what the reasoning is there. I mean, I would assume that perhaps he deserved it. You know, if uh, if someone was uh, harassing somebody, doing something, they said something really rude about the Buddha, you know, someone, some random passerby walking down the street, and you just haul off and punch him. You're a monk, right? And you punch this guy, random person. It's a wrongdoing. But don't punch your fellow monk. What if he's... Uh, like on probation or whatever, or what is it, suspended? Not expelled, but suspended because he's preaching anti-Buddhism while being a monk? Is this still a rule of expiation? Probably, probably. Doesn't have that as a footnote. Okay, continuing. If he thinks that one is ordained when he is not ordained, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If he is in doubt as to whether one is ordained, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If he thinks that one is not ordained when he is not ordained, there is an offensive wrongdoing. You're not supposed to punch people. Come on. There is no offense if, being in some difficulty, he gives a blow desiring freedom. Ah, ah. So if he's imprisoned and the warden says, I'll let you out if you give me a blow, meaning a punch, right? Punch in the nose. He's a weird warden. He likes that sort of thing. Then it's okay. Or, you know, he's kidnapped by ruffians or thieves or something and on his way to escape these guys, he punches one of them. Not even a wrongdoing. Self-defense. All right. <clears throat> if he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer. The fourth meaning, the 74th. Well, that was mildly amusing. I tried to make it a little more amusing for some of you and horrifying for others of you. I hope that uh, it wasn't too horrifying. Try to keep this G-rated, right? Okay. Let's read another one, shall we? We're getting close to 93. Once we get to, we're on 75 now. This is about to be 75. When we get to 93, we'll be done with the rules of expiation. And then we'll move on to the next section. I think somebody, uh, okay. Expiation, Pakitiya 75. At one time, the enlightened one, the Lord was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anattapindika's monastery. Now at that time, the group of six monks, still here, we'll move the 17, just in case they're not in this one, uh, <clears throat> angry, displeased, raised the palm of the hand against the group 
of 17 monks. They are in this one. All right. These frightened of a blow. Ah, the palm of the hand. So a blow isn't necessarily a punch. Maybe it's more of a slap. Uh, thank you, Will Smith, I guess. Anyway, uh, monks spoke thus, quote, Why do you, your reverences, cry out? End quote. Quote, Your reverences, this group of six monks, angry, displeased, raised the palm of the hand against us. End quote. Those who were modest monks, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, How can this group of six monks, angry, displeased, Raise the palm of the hand against the group of 17 monks. End quote. Three dots. For me, with my dad, it was this. Because it was the back of the hand, not the front of the hand. This would be like, oh, oh. But the back of the hand, you get some serious damage. It was the 80s. It's a different time. Anyway. <clears throat> quote. Is it true? Is it true? As is said. That you, monks, angry, displeased, raised the palm of the hand against the group of 17 monks? And, quote, quote, it is true, Lord, and, quote, the enlightened one. The Lord rebuked them, saying, quote, how can you foolish men, angry, displeased, raise the palm of the hand against the group of 17 monks? It is not, foolish men, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses yet, Close parentheses, pleased, three dots. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever monk angry, displeased, should raise the palm of the hand against a monk, there is an offense of expiation. Whatever means three dots. Monk means three dots. Against a monk means against another monk. Angry, displeased means three dots. Stubborn. Should raise the palm of the hand means if he lifts up the body or something attached to the body and even at most a lotus leaf, there is an offense of expiation. I'm going to slap you with this lotus leaf. He's going to hit me with a lotus leaf. All right. If he thinks that one is ordained when he is ordained, parentheses and, Close parentheses, angry, displeased, raises the palm of the hand, three dots, parentheses, C74, end parentheses. I'm just going to skip all this. It's the same as the last one, guys. Three dots. There is no offense if, being in some difficulty, he raises the palm of the hand desiring freedom. If he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer, the fifth, meaning the 75th. These seem to be getting shorter. <clears throat> so, okay, so don't punch people, especially monks, if you're a monk. Don't raise your hand threatening like you're going to slap or punch or hit a monk, especially, but anybody. Unless you have to, right? To, for, to escape some terrible situation in order to be free from it. You have to punch somebody, right? Okay. I won't explore that loophole. Expiation, Pachytia, 76. 76 trombones led the big parade with 110 cornets close at hand. They were followed by... At one time, the Enlightened One, 
the Lord was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now, at that time, the group of six monks defamed a monk with an unfounded charge of an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. I feel like we already covered this, but anyway. Those who were modest monks, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, how can the group of six monks defame, three dots, formal meeting of the order? And quote, three dots, quote, is it true, as is said, that you, monks, defamed a monk with an unfounded charge of an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order? And quote, quote, it is true, Lord, and quote, the enlightened one, the Lord rebuked them, saying, quote, How can you foolish men defame three dots formal meeting of the order? It is not foolish men for pleasing those who are not parentheses yet close parentheses pleased three dots, and thus monks this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever monk should defame a monk with an unfounded charge of an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order, there is an offense of expiation. End quote. Whatever means three dots, monk means three dots. Unfounded means unseen, unheard, unsuspected. Offense entailing a formal meeting of the order means any of the 13 parentheses offenses entailing this penalty. End parentheses. Should defame means if he reprimands him or causes parentheses another close parentheses to reprimand him. There is an offense of expiation. If he thinks that one is ordained when he is ordained, and defames, parentheses, him, with an unfounded charge of an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order, there is an offense of expiation. If he is in doubt as to whether one is ordained, three dots. If he thinks that one is not ordained when he is ordained, three dots. Offense of expiation. If he defames, parentheses, him, close parentheses, in respect of a falling away from right habits or a falling away from right views, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he defames one who is not ordained, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that one is ordained when he is not ordained, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he is in doubt as to whether one is or not ordained, is as to whether one is not ordained. There is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that one is not ordained when he is not ordained, there is an offense of wrongdoing. Don't hit people, don't threaten to hit people, and don't defame people, even if they're not monks, but especially if they're monks, if you're a monk, right? There is no offense if, thinking what is true, he reprimands him or causes, parentheses, another, close parentheses, to reprimand him, if he is mad, if he is the first wrong. The sixth, meaning the 76th. All right. A little bit of free advertising for ConocoPhillips. Um, should we do one more? Yeah, why not? <clears throat> Expiation. Oh. I'm assuming the six monks are going to be in this one. Yes, they are. Anyway, okay. Expiation, Pakitia, 77. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, 
was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now at that time, the group of six monks intentionally aroused remorse oh, in the group of 17 monks. Oh, oh, they made him feel bad, or them, 17, saying, quote, your reverences, a rule of training laid down by the Lord says that a person under 20 years of age is not to be ordained. And you, parentheses, though, close parentheses, under 20 years of age are ordained, then perhaps you are not really ordained. And quote, these cried out, ah. how old are they, five? Monks spoke thus, quote, why do you, your reverences, cry out, end quote. Quote, your reverences, this group of six monks intentionally aroused remorse in us, end quote. Wow, such articulate speech for five-year-olds. No, I, it seems like these six monks, when it comes to their relation with the 17 monks, they're, they're like a group of bullies. They're sort of like a gang, you know, in those 80s movies where... There'd be like a gang, you know, give us your lunch money, this kind of thing, or we'll beat you up and put you in the trash can. But usually it's like three or four bullies, older guys, maybe 13, against one nine-year-old or like 16-year-olds against a 12-year-old. Um, but these are six monks against 17 monks. Six guys making a whole group of 17 people cry. Different time, I guess. I don't know. It's fun to visualize. I'd like to see, like, a movie made out of this. Those who were modest monks, three dots, spread it about, saying, how can this group of six monks... I mean, that's all you need to say, how can that... They're just everything they do. I think there was one time they did something that wasn't wrong, and someone else got in trouble. How can this group of six monks intentionally arouse remorse in monks? And quote, quote, is it true? As is said, that you monks intentionally aroused remorse in monks. End quote. Quote, it is true, Lord. End quote. What are you proud of it? The enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, quote, How can you foolish men intentionally arouse remorse in monks? It is not foolish men for pleasing those who are not parentheses yet close parentheses pleased. Three dots. And thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever monk should intentionally arouse remorse in a monk, thinking, quote, there will be no comfort for him even for a moment, end quote. If having done it for just this object, not for another, there is an offense of expiation, end quote. Whatever means three dots. Monk means three dots. In a monk means in another monk. Intentionally means a transgression committed knowingly, consciously, deliberately. Should arouse remorse means, if he arouses remorse saying, quote within quotes, that's not within quotes, saying apostrophe, surely you, parentheses though, close parentheses, under 20 years of age are ordained, Surely you eat at the wrong time. Surely you drink strong drink. 
Surely you sit in a private place together with a woman? There is an offensive expiation. Having done it for just this object, not for another, means there comes to be no other object whatever, or whatsoever in modern English, parentheses for which close parentheses to arouse remorse. If he thinks that one is ordained when he is ordained, parentheses and close parentheses, intentionally arouses remorse, there is an offensive expiation. If he is in doubt as to whether one is ordained, three dots. If he thinks that one is not ordained when he is ordained, three dots, offensive expiation. If he intentionally arouses remorse in one who is not ordained, there is an offensive wrongdoing. Lesser offense, if he's not ordained. If he thinks that one is ordained when he is not ordained, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If he is in doubt as to whether one is not ordained, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If he thinks that one is not ordained when he is not ordained, there is an offensive wrongdoing. I feel like there's a really big loophole here, at least when it comes to uh, people who aren't monks. Because if you go to someone's house and collect alms from them, and then you start saying, Oh, I noticed that you've been hanging out with the neighbor's wife a little bit too often, Larry. And then he feels bad. People say, Why did you make Larry feel bad? He's like, I'm teaching him a lesson. You know, like he shouldn't be doing that, right? Arousing remorse, but not just to arouse remorse, to like call attention, to call someone out so that they change their behavior for the better, right? There is no offense if, not desiring to arouse remorse, he speaks saying, quotish, the apostrophe, surely you, parentheses, though, parentheses, and, and parentheses, as they say, under 20 years of age are ordained. Three dots. Surely you sit in a private place together with a woman. Come now, find out, parentheses, about it. Close parentheses. Do not let there come to be remorse for you afterwards. End apostrophe. If he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer. I think that it was kind of getting at what I was saying, you know, saying, hey, were you doing that? I'm not trying to make you feel bad, but... Maybe you should, like, look into that and not do that so that you don't end up feeling bad later. Okay. So you just have to kind of phrase it differently. The seventh meaning the 77th. I think that's enough for one day. Um, you know, we're not in a rush. It's not a race. Uh, so that was 74, 73. Five, seventy-six, and seventy-seven. Okay, yeah, no, that's definitely enough. That's going to be a lot to write on the uh, the title cards. So, don't punch people, don't slap people, don't defame people, and don't make people feel bad just for the sole purpose of making people feel bad. I feel like there's a theme here, like abuse. Don't like physically, emotionally, and psychologically abuse your fellow monks or people in general. Unless you're either trying to escape from a bad situation where you've been imprisoned or you're being held captive by ruffians or you're trying to help people become better people. That's in the case of... Uh, or if you actually believe it to be true. So if you're, if you're saying, you know, Larry touched himself inappropriately and they're like, did you see it? No. Did you hear it? No. Why do you think that? 
someone told me and uh, they're a reputable source. Oh, you're fine. You're good. You know, I mean, you, you shouldn't be gossiping, right? I mean, I guess snitching is okay. I mean, all of these rules sort of start with gossiping, start with uh, monks hearing something and spreading it about saying, how can they do this? So I think the, the monks hearing something and saying, how can they do this? Isn't itself any type of crime because it's sort of the origin of all crime, right? Or rather it's the catalyst by which issues come up or something like that. All right. Well, thank you to the 17 monks. I'm sorry you got uh, bullied. They, they were the, the exception. They got to be initiated as monks before the rule came up. They, um, that was the reason the rule came up because they were ordained as monks and promptly wet their beds and whined about not getting fed in the middle of the night. And then Lord Buddha was like, why are there young boys making a lot of noise? And someone said, they're, they're monks, Lord. And he's like, never again unless they're 20 years old. So these were like the last of the, uh, the juvenile monks. So they get bullied by the six monks. What's up with you guys? You guys are such bullies. Don't like not hearing about it. Special thanks to... Lady Buddha, if there's a Lord Buddha, then there's right. Uh, technically, she's a Buddha, right? An enlightened one, an awakened one. Tara, who uh, took the Bodhisattva vow with the addition of, and I will never incarnate as a man, after one of her teachers told her that at some point, in order to attain enlightenment, you will have to incarnate as a man. And she was like, really? I will never do that, and I'm going to attain Buddhahood. So, proto-feminism, you might say. Uh, I guess that's it. Um, oh, there was a couple things I wanted to mention. One was because we got up to number 77, it reminded me of episode 77 of our sister podcast, The Esoteric Nerd, in which I recite all of volume 8 of um, Suryangama Sutra, which is a lot of fun. You're welcome to check it out. If you want to keep hearing me talk, it's audio only, but there's like a nice visual on the screen throughout. And uh, the other thing was, oh yeah, has it been 17 seconds since I pointed to the corner of the screen? I'm just talking to make sure that there is. Um, yes, I made this one yesterday. I think that was yesterday, yesterday morning. That's the same as the previous one, but shorter, and it doesn't make any sense unless you've seen the first one, but it has music. It's fun to watch. So that's that. Hope everyone's doing well. And uh, I will go ahead and close. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace.
Until next time.